All right, I'm going to start off with what Steve Jobs says, maybe the most important thing to, to realize in life. And what I would say just by observing um, humans in general that I think most people never, ever internalize this. So he says, when you grow up, you tend to get told the world is the way it is. And your job is to live life inside of the world. Try not to bash into the walls too much. Have a nice family life. Save a little money. But that is a very limited life. Life can be much broader when you discover one simple fact. Everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. You can change it. You can influence it. You can build things that other people use. The minute that you understand you could poke life and something will pop out of the other side, you can change it. You can mold it. That is maybe the most important thing. To shake off this erroneous notion that life is there and you are just going to live in it. Embrace it. Change it. Improve it. Make your mark on it. Once you learn that, you'll never be the same again. Then he continues, I've never found anybody that didn't want to help me if I asked them for help. I called up Bill Hewlett, one of the founders of HP, when I was 12 years old. He answered the phone himself. I told him I wanted to build a frequency counter. I asked him if he had any spare parts I could have. He laughed and he gave me the parts. And then he gave me a summer job at HP working on the assembly line, putting together frequency counters. I have never found anyone who said no or hung up, uh, hung up the phone. I just ask. Most people never pick up the phone and call. And that is what separates the people who do, who do things versus the people who just dream about them. You have to act. Then he was talking a little bit about um, how him and Waz, uh, Steve Wozniak looked at starting Apple that, you know, it was basically very, they had almost nothing to lose and everything to gain. So, of course, they should try to do it. He says, when we started Apple, we had absolutely nothing to lose, and we had everything to gain. We figured if we crash and burn, the experience would be worth 10 times the cost. I think that's a very healthy way to look at it. And this is something I remind myself over and over again. He says, the only thing you really have in your life is time. If you invest that time in yourself to have great experiences that will, that will enrich you, then you can't possibly lose. He talks about what it was like starting a company and, and what he observed even later on um, in regards to the entrepreneurial spirit in Silicon Valley. And, and I would say argue uh, America at large. There's an entrepreneurial risk culture in Silicon Valley of which role models are a very big part, starting with Hewlett Packard. Steve Wozniak worked at Hewlett Packard when we started Apple. Hewlett Packard was the primary role model in the Valley, but it was also the model for how you wanted to build your company. A company based on values, not just based on making money. They have a list of their values called the HP Way. Uh, side note, I actually read that book um, and did a podcast on it. It's uh, Founders Podcast number 29 if you want to listen to it. It's, it's really interesting. So he says, a company based on values, not just based on making money. They had a list of their values called the HP Way. The first one, uh, the first one of their values they listed was, we need to make a profit or else we can't keep the company going. After that, they had ideas on how to treat individuals and conduct their corporate life. We were very much influenced by that. And he talks about how did they come up with their first products. He's like, we built a product that we ourselves were the customer for. Just like Hewlett Packard starting building test equipment for engineers. They were engineers so they could figure out what an engineer might want in a product. So they were building computers, the early computers, just for people just like them. Um, in the first few years, we were selling to people that were just like us. A lot of companies start that way. He's recommending, obviously, starting that way. Uh, working in technology, and this is a really uh, fascinating idea, too. 
um, that I, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody frame it the way Steve does here. He says, working in technology is a very strange business. This is not a field where one paints a painting that will be looked at for centuries. This is a field where one does one's work, and in 10 years, it is obsolete. This is the, most, this is the, the, the idea he had that I found interesting right here. It is uh, like sediments of rock. You are building up a mountain. You get to contribute your little layer of sedimentary rock to make the mountain that much higher. No one on the surface will see your sentiment. Sediment, sorry. Um, they'll stand on it, and uh, it'll only be appreciated by the rare geologist, meaning the rare person actually goes back and studies uh, the history of what they're building and the industry they're in, which I obviously recommend everybody do. Uh, and I would argue Steve, with his actions, is recommending you do as well. Waz and I built the first digital blue box in the world. It was an illegal device that allowed you to make free long-distance calls. Now, this is especially important because he says without the blue box, them, them having this experience, they, he doesn't think Apple would have ever existed. So he says the fact that two teenagers could build a device for $100 and control hundreds of billions of dollars of infrastructure in the entire telephone, in the entire telephone network all over the world, that was magical. Experiences like that taught us the power of ideas. If we hadn't have made blue boxes, there would have been no Apple. It gave us confidence and a sense of magic.